2: Welcome back to tonight's Henry K. Show. It is our two-hour dose. Before the break, we were talking about this crazy story out of Australia, down there, where I'm just seeing so many different like shark attack videos, by the way. I don't know what's up with the summer and all the shark attacks. Two attacks in one day at Myrtle Beach last week. It's crazy what's going on with the sharks. I don't know what's happening out there with you sharks, but anyway... Um, this Club 77 story. And of course, we heard from, um, a listener during the break, a friend of mine, by the way, who says, uh, there goes the Lifetime movies, right? I mean, so, you know, now it's like you're not, you know, we went two years where everybody had to have their, their mouth and nose covered with a mask. You couldn't communicate that way, right? And now they're trying to take away from our, like our romantic, Notions and like the romantic fantasy of, you know, making love with your eyes, right? And, you know, connecting with people via your eyes. I just don't even understand this.
1: No, they want to take away what makes us human. They really do.
2: That's true. I mean, we can have a lot of laughs about it in terms of what it means for clubbing, you know? I mean, these poor girls who spend all their money, you know, on little tiny little skimpy outfits, you know?
1: No, no, nobody's going to be looking at all.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Look, you little snowflake girls, you little, uh, you know, you you, you know, uh, the, these girls that just want to complain about you, you men and you toxic males with your mansplaining and your manspreading. Uh huh. Just wait till you have to go a couple of nights where ain't nobody looking at you. We'll see. We'll see then how much. And isn't it interesting that the vest that are going to be worn—they're <laughs> pink—are pink. What does that remind you of?
1: Uh. I I probably will know when you tell me.
2: Well, remember the pink hats on the Trump inauguration? The pink hats? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going on. And remember Madonna was there saying she had fantasies of blowing up the White House. That's who's going to be roaming around in those vests. (laughs) All right. 888-344-1170. Glad to have you guys here with me for hour two. And last hour, we were talking about a friend of mine, Dr. Melanie Burkholder, who's running for office, running for city council in Carlsbad. I don't really go up to Carlsbad much. I I lived there at one point in my time here in San Diego County. You know, it's just I had no idea that it was beginning to be overrun with homeless. And that's just because San Diego County, which used to be solidly conservative little by little, has been taken over and in, in the process of being ruined by liberal policies like every other part of the state. Right.
1: Yeah. You used to very handily be able to say San Diego was just straight conservative.
2: Yeah. And that therefore that some of the crazy insanity that was going on in other parts of the state wasn't happening here, right? Like, you know, for years, we've been talking about all these homeless encampments up in uh, San Francisco and how they have to have maps up there to, you know, show you where you can walk to avoid all the poop in the streets. And it's just slowly making its way all the way down here to, to San Diego County. And, um, you know, Gavin Newsom is desperate while, while he's running billboards today. I don't know if you heard this. We reported last night that Uvalde police chief was finally fired after 90 days in which which just goes to show. I mean, all the failures that they tried to cover up of what went down with the police officers and all 900 and wherever, how many of hundreds of them that were were around that school or and or in the hallways that stood by and did nothing to save children. Uh, he should have resigned. It's bad enough that he was so egomaniacal and so, you know, um, self-centered, so uncaring about the children that he didn't re- that he didn't resign. He had to be, you know, that he didn't go in to save children. He also just didn't even have the decency to resign. So the day after he got fired, Gavin Newsom's running billboards in, uh, across California saying, hey, Texas, you know, I can't remember what he's saying on the billboards, but basically saying, you know, um you know, Uvalde doesn't happen here kind of thing or, you know, there you go, Texas. I'll have to Google and see um, what Newsom's saying on these uh, billboards. Um, we as, as though we don't know the truth about what happened in Uvalde, but. You know, does he really think that we don't know what's really going on here in California? The people that left California because they lived in—they in, can't afford to live here. Because they, when they, even if they can't afford to live here, uh, they have to have a map to show them where where to step. That we've had a crime wave going on across the, across the state for the last year and a half. When did he do that policy that he wouldn't he wouldn't prosecute anybody that went in and did sma- that went in and stole? I think up to five 500- hundred. Or a thousand dollars worth of goods. I mean, to think that he thinks that the people that left Texas, left here to go to Texas, are gonna come back because of uvalde just goes to show how off the rails he is. I don't I'm actually believing that Joel Gilbert, when he said he thinks Michelle Obama's gonna run in twenty twenty four. I don't think that it's I don't think Newsom is going to I think Newsom may run, but I don't see him getting the nominee the nomination for the Democrats. I don't I think don't think he get
1: knocked out early on huh
2: Um I don't think he's going to get the support I think Michelle Obama is going to throw her hat in the ring because of him doing stupid stuff like you know running running pay using taxpayers dollars to put billboards up saying hey Texas you know using Uval- Uvalde now that everything, it would have been one thing if he had run billboards to basically say, hey, you know, you, you it wouldn't happen here in California. That would be bad enough exploiting those dead children to try to lure people to move to California. But after 90 days when we all know what happened, that's just insane. Um, you know, it, 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 we also are a nation that remembers what he did during COVID. And we're a nation that knows the entire nation knows what's going on with the homeless here. So he's so desperate in advance, I think, of trying to run in 2024 to solve the homeless problem that now the plan is up in L.A. is and it's going to be on the ballot through a ballot initiative. Um, and uh, I think next year it's going to be on the ballot. I think they've gotten enough signatures for it uh, through a union. But this is Gavin Newsom's idea. Um What they want the voters to vote in, and of course they're demonizing hotels as big corporations and the one percenters, right? What they want to do and what this ballot measure would do is it would require every hotel in Los Angeles County to report in by 2 p.m. any vacancies they have at that hotel and then they would have to take homeless population into their hotels. And this would include... It would, wouldn't matter whether you're talking about a Motel 6 all the way up to the Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills, some of your most expensive hotels. There may be a hotel more expensive. Well, think about
1: it like this, Andrea, and then once they're in there, how, you know, how likely are you to be able to get the people, the, the homeless people out?
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, there's so many questions um, that that has to do here. Oh, the, um, the billboard, by the way, said something. Let's see what it says here. Um, shoot! Now it's being covered up. Oh, don't mess with Texas is crossed out, and then it says the Texas miracle died in Uvalde. Don't move to Texas. Those are billboards that he's running across California. Um, does he really think that this is going to, you know, sway voters? It's despicable.
1: I think it might do the opposite.
2: Yeah, that's that's absolutely despicable. Particularly since, um, you know, ever everybody knows, and I don't even know what he's referring to as the Texas miracle. This is just absolutely despicable. Um, But, well, the thing is, is that, well, yeah, who knows which homeless people are going to put there? Who gets to decide? We just talked to Dr. Melanie Burkholder. We know that whether it's San Diego County, L.A. County or beyond, and we even had, you know, Deacon Vargas from Father Joe's Villages here in San Diego. Yes, there are some that are people that have just given the fact that while well, one bedroom apartment is three thousand dollars in San Diego. Yeah, there were, you know, many Americans are two paychecks away from being homeless, but the vast majority of the homeless population are drug addicted. Uh, You know, and mentally ill have comorbidities like mental illness combined with addiction. You know, we can see him walking around not far around the station. You know, I saw this young girl look like she was 25 years old a couple of days ago wandering around. And I was scared of her because she was so out of her mind, so filthy. And it looked like a mental illness born out of drugs. She looked like she was trying to pick bugs off of her, which, which may or not have even been on her. And I was literally frightened. So you're paying 600 $800 a night to stay at the Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills and that gets moved into the room next to you? It's ridiculous. Who's paying for that? And you're right. CNN actually put a video out today about it. And then, of course, they're trying to demagogue it and trying to say... That anybody that doesn't want to do, go along with this is no different than the segregated South and about you know um you know bigotry when it's go not. back to the,
1: my, my point andrea you know you don't know if you're going to be able to get the, the the people out of there after a period of time, then that affects the actual financial business of these hotels,
2: of course in fact this is the reason why this is coming up now, and it's one of the things that I was cautioning people about with these lockdowns going back to day one is Gavin Newsom bragged about the fact I said this is about. A government, the left, people always want to argue with me, oh, the left isn't communist, Andrea, because communism is when the government owns the the pink slip. They own the means of production. Well, when they can come in under the guise of a virus and completely seize control over your business and tell you whether or not you're allowed to be open, how many people you're allowed to have in, how many you know feet apart your restaurant tables much be, must be they own the means of production at that point and Gavin Newsom and I said it even before I said it day one and then he confirmed what I said he said this gives me the opportunity to implement programs I never had the opportunity to do before one of the reasons why he targeted the hospitality industry was because empty hotels were used to house the homeless and that's how they were going to try to solve this homeless pro- problem well what ended up happening hobo jungle in Anaheim they were all moved into hotels they destroyed the properties because they didn't come off the drugs they're mentally ill and they trashed the hotels at the taxpayers expense this video that CNN put out today talking about and you can see it on Twitter uh, talking about this ballot measure actually interviews one guy who runs a hotel and he actually does allow homeless to come and check in there when it's paid for. And he does this in cooperation with some um, faith based organizations who pay for the rooms. And he says occasionally it works out fa- fine. But a lot of the times and he actually showed rooms. He showed a room where a woman lit the drapes on fire. He said he was lucky the entire building wasn't burned down. We're talking about life threatening behaviors going on paid for by taxpayers. so you know I so and and to try to play the card of those of you who don't want to support the quote "unhoused" as though as though it's a or a bunch of no different than racist segregationists from the south is just absolutely despicable, and we got to be pushing back against this because this is just more government takeover. Of the country, government take over private business. This is why this is an extension of COVID. Why they wanted these lockdowns? Because it gave them the opportunity to justify through an emergency seizing control of of industries.
1: Right? I don't think about it like this too, Andrea. If they can do it to, to a hotel, who's to say you don't have some giant prop personal property? They can't put homeless people there as well.
2: Well, I, I've been cautioning about that. I've said, where's the, where does this end? They're, they, we, we already had a reported two years ago or a year and a half ago about this, um, this property investment company had an empty house in Northern California that they were going to, they were going to flip. They were going to remodel it and then flip it. And then and or a, a homeless organization knew it was empty targeted it, intentionally moved a bunch of homeless people in there and then filed a lawsuit against the investment company saying they should give us this home under the guise that everybody has a right to have a home. And this is just an investment property. And these evil business owners don't have should be sharing the wealth. And and a judge actually heard the case. When there is no law on the books, this is absolutely just a complete violation of our rights in this country. And, and the, and what ended up happening was the owners of that property ended up basically giving the property to this homeless organization. And that was drawing first blood. That was, and that's how the left does it. It's, it's death by a thousand cuts. They pierced through the protections of your private ownership there that you got a home. Under the guise that it was corporately owned, but it can happen to you as a private owner. You've got a second home that you bought, maybe. How many
1: rooms in that home are you using?
2: Exactly. Why do you have four cars when you only have two adults? You don't need that car. Right now, they've got you paying for somebody else's college degree. It's not going to end.
1: There's no There's no ending.
2: There's no ending. This is why there is no emergency for any reason that ever justifies taking away our freedoms. And I'm going to say it again. I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump for 2024 unless he starts coming out. And right now he's not really in a position to do so. Dude's, dude's under a target. I'm going to read uh, uh, the in a moment uh, the memo that was released today, that the DOJ was forced to release today, proving why Donald Trump was never charged for obstruction of justice. Bill Barr actually did the right thing there, so I get it. Trump's, you know, right now, if I was Trump, I wouldn't be focused on, and which is probably why he hasn't announced because he's he's focused on, you know, he's at the same crap, you know, that he's being targeted for persecution. But should he announce, I'm not going to vote for him unless he starts coming out against these shots, saying he regrets these lockdowns that he should have never gone along with it, that that uh, that they took advantage of him. And that he did what he thought was right, but in hindsight, it should have never happened. And that he will demand legislation from a Republican-controlled Congress to ensure that it never happens again. It needs to happen. We're going to take a break. We come back. I am going to... I did go through that memo, and I want to read some highlights. um, Because uh, talk about piercing protections. It's just, uh, you know... God bless Judicial Watch, who has forced some revelations to come out and we're going to share that with you on the other side of the break so don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego.
0: Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Going to go to the phones. Disaffected Mike is on the phone. He wants to talk about redistribution of wealth. Who's got any wealth anymore these days?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not me. Not me after after this kind of nonsense.
2: Well, you know what? Let me ask you this, Disaffected Mike, because a lot of people are saying, look, you know, my, my hospital bills are identifying right now as a student loan. What do you have that might be identifying as a student loan?
3: Uh, my mortgage. Why don't somebody just pay my mortgage?
2: Yeah, there you go. Or pay, pay. How about
3: you pay off my credit card debt? Mm-hmm. You know, that'll uh-huh. make that'll make the world a better place, right? Uh uh-huh. you know? uh-huh. It'll 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 it'll, re- it'll take the pressure off me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you 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 know what could have you know what could have solved this problem? Uh, by simply moving student debt, where and and as much as I hate saying this, uh, to a position where it could be written off on a bankruptcy because it can't be done now. Um student debt cannot be written off on bankruptcy, but that could have alleviated a lot of people um in that regard because bankruptcy is is a financial mechanism uh, that people can use if they find that they can 't pay back their debts
2: yeah, but see the um, problem no, I have with that disaffected Mike is is you know I, I know that I, bk I'm exists b k exists for people that you know, um, somebody can lose their job and fall into hard times or, you know, think that, you know, Indeed. that, you know, there can, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that had to file BK on their businesses because of COVID. But the pro- real right. problem we've got is these state run institutions and schools are overcharging oh. tuition. Kids are going out and signing their names to loans without any sense of responsibility and, you know, getting degrees that are not, uh, not in line with, with right. the way they can make income. And the solution isn't, to stiff because these are guaranteed student loans. So if they stiff people, you know, they're still stiffing you know, the taxpayers in some instances, right. if anybody is going to give relief, it should be these colleges and universities and maybe they can take it up the shorts and give some forgiveness.
3: Sure. I mean, not, I mean, only their endowments alone do that, but let me, let me just say this. Yeah. Um, you know, again, this goes back to, this goes back to my detest, my detestable nature uh, against government and how big it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it. it I, I detest my government. I just do. Um, the, the thing is, is that the thing is that this is why I'm disaffected. This is why I call myself disaffected, Mike. I'm disaffected. It's a losing proposition for me to to watch my country uh, uh, be dissolved in front of my eyes. When um, and I'm just going to say this. Uh, Joe Biden's a scumbag. Yeah, uh, the people around him are scumbags. Uh, uh, Jean Pierre, she's she's a she's a racist, lying scumbag. Yeah. Along with her, along with her predecessor, uh, 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 Peppermint Patty, uh, scumbag. Uh, but but the idea is is that is that giving away money to people who who can le- who can't afford it, supporting institutions like universities who in who worked with government closely. Like you said, it it's a go- they were government loans. So why shouldn't universities up their tuition? Uh, constantly, because yeah. they're going to be guaranteed government-backed loans. It is a, it, it is a, it is a Ponzi scheme that these two institutions played against each other yep. and squeezed students and parents in the middle uh, for signing these loans uh, uh, on and off. But the reason, but it, but it's a much deeper, it's a much deeper problem, and that is, is that we've spent twenty, maybe thirty years uh, indoctrinating, and inculcating our youth. Uh, with idiotic ideas, a uh, stupid ideological, a uh, radical Marxist intersectional SJW woke ideology. Well, that's why they chose. Right.
2: Right. Well, that's why they chose that's in university. Right. We talk about, we, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time each week, as you know, talking about this. And I said yeah. when, when I just a few days ago, I said there's a very specific reason why they chose this segment of the population to, quote, offer, you know, help for. You know, we've got people. Right. The number one thing that causes people to file BK in this country is health care cost. And we have people that sat at home when they could have been given treatments uh, to save to to to, to stop. COVID in its tracks and stop them from getting seriously ill. No, they sat at home until they were so sick that they had to go into, in, into the emergency room in the ICU and put on a ventilator or if govern, they... Ca- or government sending the sick people to nursing homes to die. Right. Because, well, but, 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 but that's yep. different. But that's different. That's the deaths. I'm talking no, about true. the people that were sitting at home, could have ended up with nothing more than a three to five day experience with COVID that ended up getting six figure in hospital bills because The government wouldn't allow them to have a treatment like Dr. Stella Emanuel was talking about last night. Now they've been because the government forced them to have to to have to suffer. And then and then they're not getting in help for their for their death that the government forced on them. Right. But no, they chose. But let me finish. Let me finish. finish. They chose this. They chose this particular segment. Because this Ponzi scheme between the government and the colleges right now are all about churning out little socialist soldiers for the state. So that's the whole reason why they did. And so, and it's only going to get worse because otherwise they would be trying to solve the problem by saying, you schools that are overcharging tuition that are now giving, doing college classes on Harry Styles and how to, and how to do Black Lives Matter rallies don't deserve a dime for these crap weasel degrees that aren't worth anything. And so, you need to figure it out for yourself and figure out how you can charge a reasonable tuition. But no, this is just all about furthering the cultural ish, you know, transformation because next and looting the treasury to buy votes. And the next thing will be paying off mortgages and credit card debt, but only for certain segments, not the disaffected mics. Not, not me. I'm not going to see a dime of that money. In fact,
3: in fact, to the tune of what he says, three you know the, the, the lying scumbag says three hundred billion dollars. No, it's gonna probably gonna be somewhere between five and seven hundred fifty billion dollars. And really, what that is is that's a tax on all of us. Yeah. But really, gets me is is where do you know where do where do these kids or these people who have these debts um, that they've acquired uh, from university, where do you think where do you think that ten or twenty thousand dollars is gonna come from? Where do you think it's gonna go? How do they think it's gonna get offset? They're gonna end up paying it too. Just because just right. you know, what government will give you, it can take away. Well, and not only that, but we all pay in the form
2: of taxation. Wait, well, I gotta tell you this, and then we gotta we gotta um, take a break. But yeah, I mean, one of the first things that I said was, "You little dummies out there, all excited today that you're you're ten thousand less in, in debt for student loans. You, they will all end up paying themselves because when we break the backs of this economy, we all suffer, and this is going to make inflation worse. And inflation is a tax and um you know but, but this these little it, socialist soldiers for this, yeah, but the you know these little socialist people they've churned out, you know, um, you know they they don't they don't really they're not really thinking about that because they don't they we' we're, no. not, we're not teaching kids anymore the value of a dollar and how money works, and that the government doesn't have any money because the government doesn't make any money. And we don't we don't teach anybody that anymore. Now we demonize America and we demonize capitalists and we demonize corporations and we demonize. We demonize hard work. Yeah. Yeah. We're telling we demonize
3: We, demon, we, we demonize uh, uh, good, upstanding people. We demonize men. We demonize women for who they are just so simply biologically. We demonize. We demonize, uh, you know, uh, simple institutions. We demonize morality. We demonize ethics. We demonize everything at this point. Everything becomes political. It's corrosive to the culture, and there's no way to stop it at this point. I, and I'll, so I'm just going to sit back on my couch, eat my popcorn, and uh, you know, and, and just watch it all crumble down uh, around me. I'll let the I'll let people like you uh, take up the torch, and you know, because I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, California
2: alone makes me tired. And I'm trying to find <laughs> a way out. Well, you know? you know what? Well, don't go to like, Texas. i watching this on a national level. I'm right. exhausted. Well, I, I don't know if you saw the billboards that Newsom has out there telling them the Texas miracle died in Uvalde, disaffected Mike. Don't go to Texas. Look, I'm looking at Florida. And, you know, it's the most expensive place to move to right now because demand is up. And and lesson in economics, people. Uh, when demand goes up uh, and supply goes down, uh, that makes prices go up. But you know what? Freedom is on the rise in Florida, and uh, that's where I'm looking to go right now. Disaffected Mike, we appreciate you. We thank you for calling in. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. I may not have time to get into this this memo that was released by the DOJ. Maybe we'll talk about the other good news in California. <laughs> Goodbye, gas vehicles. Hello, Evie. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show. On The Answer
0: San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. Hey, guys. Uh, you love the show. Um, I was hoping that you could get on Rumble.com and listen to David
1: Icke. <coughs> i c k e uh and type in follow your leader over the cliff he talks about donald trump uh
0: you'll find it very interesting okay thanks
2: huh! Thank you, caller. That's our 24-hour comment line, 844-814-5227. Um, should, we, should we do a little Google on that right now? Let me see. Do I even have Rumble on my laptop? I don't know if I do. Um, Rumble, David, Ike. Ike. Follow your leader over the cliff. Live radios is I great. know. This is fascinating. Uh, David Icke reveals the shocking truth about biz- billionaires follow your leader over the cliff one news page let's see what he has to say here um, This you don't even have to go to rumble um, um, uh, dot connector video cast um, okay I don't really see any what he's saying here so we're going to investigate this caller thank you for that um, I've never heard of this guy.
1: Yeah, I haven't either.
2: So, um, it got four views. So we'll say he gives us his perspective on Trump. All right, you got my attention, caller. So we're going to give that a looky and I'll report on that tomorrow. Also on tomorrow night's show, <laughs> Skins actually got the owner of this club. Crikey. He got the owner of Club 77 Which is the club in Australia that's cooking, that's cooked up this, don't you eyeball me, boy, policy where the pink vests are going to go around um, policing the eyeballs.
1: Anybody that's staring.
2: That's right. Um, So, I mean, you know, I I don't know the laws in Australia. I don't know. Do they have do they have the right to, you know, um, to face their accuser? But you can't face anybody with the accuser, right? Because you can't use your eyeballs. But I mean, if somebody accused me of staring, because I'm assuming, by the way, that this is women can't stare at men either, right? Yeah,
1: I'm assuming it goes both ways. I'm
2: assuming it goes both ways, right? So if somebody falsely accuses me of over eyeballing, I want to be able to defend myself, right? You better have the goods. You better have the evidence that I've over eyeballed.
1: Well, all reports that I read say that they've done months of research to implement this policy.
2: Well, we'll see. I'm looking forward to chatting with this this man on tomorrow night's show. Um, okay, so big news. Everybody's talking about it. I really wasn't even going to talk about this because you know what? I you know, it's completely expected that California uh, is moved to ban gas powered cars by 2035 in favor of electric vehicles. Californians would still be able to drive and buy gas-powered vehicles after 2035, but no new models would be sold in the state. Um, A long way away. You know, one of the reasons why I wasn't going to talk about this is, y'all, I'm super tired, so my filter isn't completely on right now, but I don't even know we're going to be here in 2035.
1: I read my Bible with you, but we've had off air conversations. I'm not going to disagree with you.
2: You know, as a Christian, I'm just going to tell you, I believe we're in the end times. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm ready to go. Lord Jesus, take the wheel. I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, When we, when we are at a country where we are literally um, mutilating the bodies of three year olds who say, mommy, I think I'm a boy. Mommy, I think I'm a girl. We're pretty gone as a country.
1: I mean, I always look at it like this. You and I have very similar perspectives. But, you know, if this country is going to be saved, the Lord is definitely going to take the wheel and a miracle is going to happen. But at the same time, if he doesn't, it's what you and I just talked about.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, you're going to still be able to drive. I mean, this is just this is just insanity. Um, climate change hoax or crap. Um, and who so knows,
1: they might even tax you for not getting on board their EV program.
2: Well, I mean, this is just more continuation of the destruction of the middle class. You know, it's like you're you're eventually going to have to buy a car. You're eventually going to have to buy an electric vehicle, whether you want to or not is the plan, because at some point your car is going to age out. At some point, you won't be able to afford the parts. Right. At some point by then, the plan is there won't be any gas pumps left for you to buy. So this is just more forcing an ideology on the American people through a bunch of lies, because if there was any of this that was true and not one prediction by the climate hucksters going back when this whole thing started, has ever come true from the ice age to global warming. You mean, Al Gore
1: was wrong. Yeah.
2: Manhattan was supposed to be underwater by 2012. Florida should be completely underwater by now there shouldn't be ice anywhere at the north pole or the south pole in fact none of their predictions were so off base that one in the upper midwest i think it might be in wyoming or somewhere where they've got a national park they had to take down all of their climate change uh predictions because none of it was true i mean it was past the deadline for which all of these ice caps and stuff were supposed to be gone so this is just insanity last night i reported on the fact that um, this is the first time and I don't even remember how many years that we are in the middle of a hurricane season that started June 1 and we have not had one named storm. Not one named storm this this hurricane season. Now, it's not over till November, but we, you know, typically the summer months, Katrina was in August, right? I mean, you know, um we're past the point of Andrew was thirty years ago. That was that was last week. I think it was yesterday. We're past the point of our heaviest point. Um, we can still have some in September and October. So, but that that did not stop Bill Nye, the non-science guy, from actually continuing. And I said last night, um, this was an important story because they continued to try to move the goalpost. Um, it, they had to go from global warming to climate change because it wasn't warming. So then now they have to try to act like a snow you know, storm is climate change. They've got to act like every time we have some natural disaster that it's an example of climate change. So the day after I, I report that we have not had one named storm this hurricane season, here comes Bill Nye, the non-science guy, talking about hurricanes. Skins, please play clip. Five, I think
0: well Hydra is the multi-headed monster so uh, certain computer models predict you'd have mul- we could have multiple enormous hurricanes around the world at the same time four in the northern hemisphere one in the southern hemisphere according to some software people have carefully written and so that right. would be <laughs> catastrophic <laughs> so what we want to do is prepare for that and sure enough it, it's not exactly happening, but these floods <laughs>
1: in
0: Texas, uh, Kentucky, just shows you how, how difficult things get for people when we can't control uh, enormous rainstorms. So we got to get ready for that. That's uh, one. That's one uh, disaster that we present. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, according to some software somebody created, right? Kind of like the creation of the theatrical production in inconvenient truth which inconveniently wasn't true. So now they've supposedly created a software that's going to predict what three massive hurricanes in the northern hemisphere and one at the same time as a massive one in the southern hemisphere. You can produce anything with software, right? And now and then he goes on to to try to okay, now that hasn't happened yet, right? True, that hasn't happened yet. You are correct. You are correct, that hasn't happened yet. So then he switches and he uses Texas floods that are going on right now as an example, and then he, as, as an example of climate change and talk about how we can't control storms. That's right. You can't. You can't control storms. This is called weather, and it changes. the The sad thing is, there's people that actually listen to that guy. And actually, believe him. And by the way, this guy's reportedly, he's just, he's like a talk show host. The guy has no science background. He's not even a scientist. But then again, neither was Al Gore, and people wanted him to get the Nobel Peace Prize for that movie, Inconvenient Truth. Of course, that was before he got all gropey with a the massage <laughs> therapist <laughs> in Portland. I think that was right before Tipper divorced him, right? All right, we're going to take a break and we come back. Let's see what else we're we going to talk about. You know what? I've actually got a good news story out in, out in New Orleans to share with you guys. Let's end on a high note, shall we? Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego.
0: You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm going to save this uh, Department of Justice memo. It's too too long and and complicated for me to get into tonight on the short time I had left because I wanted to take that call from Disaffected Mike. Um, and you know what? I, I've got a couple nominees for Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, let's start with a little clip from a certain governor down in Florida and his take on Fauci.
1: You have people like
3: Fauci saying that his lockdowns didn't cause any permanent damage to any young kids. I got news for you. It did. And we are going to reap those rewards across the whole country for years and years and years because they treated kids so poorly. And I'm just sick of seeing him. I know he says he's going to retire. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the (laughs) potomac.
2: Hero. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's reminding me of Trump in 2016. It, it, it really is. Yeah. I think there's a chance Trump can find his footing. Um I Schlichter said he wants to see everybody through their It'll hat in will take the, ring. the
1: Trump of 2016 to contend with DeSantis.
2: Yes, it will. Um, Okay, so going back to all these back when we had the George Floyd and then we had the uh, Kim Fox was prosecuted for I don't remember the name of the young man she accidentally shot thinking she was pulling a taser he was resisting arrest. And he was not pulled over because of an air freshener. That that was a lie. But we've had all these stories of these young African American men that died basically at the at the end of a battle with cops as they resisted arrest. Primarily, that's been that's been the situation here. Um, in most of the cases, not like the Ahmad Aubrey case down in Georgia, but but like George Floyd and the case with the Kim Fox in Minnesota, I think that was. I can't remember where that was. And I was saying at the time, look, if Black Lives Matter organization, even if if especially if they believe that cops are going around with a target on young black men's backs, they should be telling young black men when you get pulled over by the police, you cooperate. You do what they say. Do what they say. And even if you believe you're being arrested improperly, we will then take all the gazillion dollars we've raised as an organization and we will defend you vigorously and we will make sure that you get justice. But no, instead, you know, they they treat these young men as as they they encourage These incidents of resisting arrest and trying to flee the scene of the crime and even, you know, wrestling with cops over their weapons, which is what happened with Michael Brown. And and men ended up shot. Right. And it was an accident that Kim Fox clearly thought she had tasered that young man. She has no business being in prison if Alec Baldwin's not in prison. Right. For shooting Helena Hutchins. So back to New Orleans, this young man in New Orleans. He's 20 years old. His name is David Price. He um, got the news he was praying for. This is from NOLA News. Uh, Walmart, the nation's number one retailer, has ordered 15,000 of his safety pouch. And his pouch is a high-visibility wallet used by drivers to present their identification to police officers during traffic stops. So coming onto the market during the Black Lives Matter movement, it's uh, he developed this bright orange pouch. It was aimed at demonstrating cooperation and cutting down on dangerous sometimes deadly misunderstandings and so when you're pulled over it's easy uh he describes it's easy to grab it off the sun visor snap it on the window and then you keep your hands in sight
1: oh love that
2: is that not brilliant that is great if however legitimate you believe it is the driving while black and being pulled over being harassed by police you know it's do your job in minimizing any opportunity for you to be shot. You know, and I don't agree that that's happening. Uh, so This is a fabrication that was trumped up by Obama with, you know, if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. But what I'm saying is whatever you believe, this is how you save young black men's lives in regards to police encounters. And you can Google this. And check it out and see what it looks like. You just put your identification and stuff you know, in this pouch on the visor. You get pulled over. You snap it on the outside of the window. You put your hands on the wheel. And, you know, you, you cops have, I mean, what's a cop going to do at that point? But take your identification and write you a ticket if you've done something wrong. You know, I fought tickets in court, by the way. So I've gotten tickets before. I had some little Barney Fife on a, uh, you, you know on a motorcycle try to catch up with me off the Huey P long and no one has Google that bridge. I and he pulls me over on the other side of the Huey P long. He's like, you were doing sixty five in a thirty five zone. I'm like, it might have taken you sixty five miles an hour to catch up with me, but I wasn't doing sixty five. I'm like, you got you got a you you got a gun on me? Like a what are those little guns that track your speed? No That's when he said, well, I had to do 65 to catch up with you. I'm like, Barney, I will see you in court. And I went to court and I got that ticket wiped away. Okay. Anyway, um, cooperate, cooperate. I cooperate. No matter who you are. No matter who you are. I let him write me the ticket. I told him, I'll see. I'm like, you got that. You got a court date on there, Barney. Of course, I did call Barney. (laughs) It was my birthday, but I showed up in court. Um, so cooperate, this will save lives. So this young man is, you know, an entrepreneur. He's like, you know, whatever his beliefs are, he's like, look, let me help save some people's lives. And so I thought that was a great idea for here of the week. So far, who's, who's my stink of the week so far? Got to be Joe Biden with this uh, student loan crap. He was supposed to be the great uniter, right? This ain't uniting anybody, even Democrat. When you've lost Obama's financial advisor, you've gone south really fast um desantis is is my runner-up for hero of the week so so far these are my nominees so far all right bob walters will be here tomorrow night for friday night fun day the owner of club 77 crikey from australia will be here to explain his new anti-staring policy in his club and more so come on back tomorrow night 6 p.m pacific time peace out we love you all